listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ursta, where we navigate the messy middle of building a business and all the work that goes into designing a life you love. Melanie Mitro built a seven-figure network marketing empire while working at the kitchen table, raising her boys and trying not to lose her mind. Melanie loves chatting all things marketing, time management, and leadership development. Katie created the foundation of her seven-figure business while teaching full-time, battling cancer, raising her boys, and avoiding all things laundry. Katie's got you covered with social media storytelling and impact-driven income. We're building a business right alongside you, giving you the inside scoop to the reality of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the really, really messy middle. We're not letting you build your business alone. Pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's make chic happen. Now, here's your hosts, Melanie and Katie. All right, this is it. Oh my gosh, we're actually doing this. We're doing it. Let's roll. I'm so excited, Melanie. I know. This is the very first episode of the Make Chic Happen podcast. So exciting. And it's so cool to look back and think about. I actually have chills thinking about how much our businesses have changed in the past seven years since we've been really working together in our industry. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so today, this is our very first episode and we have been, we have been talking about a podcast forever and it's like anything that you want to implement. It always takes longer than expected, right? Oh yeah. We (laughs) did not nail down how long this was actually going to take to get moving. Oh yeah. January. I was like, in January, we'll have this podcast (laughs) launched and here (laughs) it is April. Yes, but with that being said, we really have been so busy working on things behind the scenes and with our community and really making Chic happen that the podcast was just something that was very natural and wanting to implement, but just time. And I think so many business owners and so many of our listeners are probably like, oh man, I get that. Yes, totally. I'm sure you guys have a list of a million things you want to implement, but there's never enough hours in the day. So, you know, today on our very first episode, of course, we want to cover why we're doing the Make Chic Happen, what you can expect from this podcast, but really we want to give you some context. Like what is our story individually? And then how did Chic Influencer, the company come about? So that's what we're going to talk about today. I love it. And did you notice, you'll see this happen all the time with Melanie and I. She has an outline for you mm-hmm. of exactly what we're going to cover. And I am going to come in and I'm going to throw some stories out there and share all of the like just behind the scenes of what it really means to really make chic happen. So, so. basically, she's going to make me blush about yeah. a bazillion times. And yeah, really um, and we're really, it's going to be real and real yeah. honest. And when we envisioned this podcast, it was like, grab your cup of coffee. Yeah. Sit down. Let's unplug. Let's not be all buttoned up in super professional pants, which we have to work out with me because <laughs> I like to be professional you pants. Do. Right. You do. So we do, but we really like from one business owner to another, what is business ownership like? Yeah. Right. And so I guess let's start out by just telling them a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. You want to go in our story, just yeah. sort of where we started with business ownership right. in general. Mm-hmm. So I, I call myself an accidental entrepreneur. I didn't even know I had it in me to work for myself. I had no idea that business ownership was even something that was in my future. I 
was a teacher for a long time. I taught middle school reading, loved reading. I loved connecting kids with literature. I loved when they really identified with a character in the story. And just I just loved that part of how stories really make people feel connected. So when I started my business, I was really, and I know you remember this, I was really just wanting to get the groceries paid uh-huh. for. My big goal, my big aspiration, my big dream was I don't want to go into the grocery store another day and cross my fingers and hope that there was enough in our general spending account uh, without having to charge our credit card. And on one occasion, I will never forget this. I had my fingers crossed. I had Nick, he was in my arms and he was fussy and I had to go in and I just, I needed just the essentials. It was probably milk and formula. It was, it was nothing crazy. And I didn't have enough in the spending account. So I ended up charging it when he told me there were insufficient funds. And I walked out of that grocery store and I asked myself one question and it was, how does anyone actually get ahead? Mm -hmm. How does anyone do more than just get by? My husband and I had good jobs. I was a teacher. I, I had a great job. My husband had a great job. And yet we were still wondering why we couldn't seem to make ends meet. And the more I talked to my fellow colleagues, many of them were working throughout the summer or side gigs, or they were taking up all of these extra mm-hmm. um, after school activities just to do more than get by. And I fell into an opportunity through a network marketing company. Um, It simply was a fitness-based network marketing company. And I was seeing results because we had cut our gym membership because we were struggling to get by. And I remember watching infomercial after infomercial and seeing my sponsor actually talk about the opportunity on social media, on Facebook. And this was years ago. This was before really anyone was sharing business on social media. It was really just a platform for connecting people with pictures. If you remember seven years ago, that's really what it was. And I'd never seen anyone share like that. And I signed up with the aspiration of getting groceries paid for. And over the past seven years, really what I've learned about myself is I am, I am a lifelong learner. I really enjoy education. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy teaching. And I really, really love the power of storytelling. Yep. And I've known um, for a long time that one of my gifts is finding the story in those people who are part of my organization and helping them craft it into a bigger message that impacts bottom line. Yeah. And so really I love just the business ownership and the stories of the people that are building businesses. And I just love that that's what drew me to the idea of creating chic with, with you. Yeah. You've been through a lot. I mean, you had a lot of (laughs) challenges, you know, and I think that that is what makes that's what makes your success so relatable is like everybody goes through struggle. Everybody is faced with obstacles and, you know, I would like you to share a little bit about, you know, your diagnosis and kind of how your business grew during that time. Right. And it grew and then it didn't. So I really, I want to make sure people know that it's not all a straight shot to Uh success. It's actually very messy and hilly and there's lots of like pivots and plot twists along the way. And it really is about the journey. It's not about what your final goal is because really there's no final goal. It's just 
what do I want to do next? How can I make a bigger impact? How can I take everything that I've learned and help other people? In 2014, I was a year and a half into my network marketing business. And at that point, I was really just wanting to extend a maternity leave. And I was diagnosed with stage four um, cancer, with, with cancer. And at the time, my boys were four and four months old. Wow. And I had just lost my healthcare benefits. And when I lost those benefits, this side gig of what I was doing with my network marketing company, it was no longer just a side gig. It was a must gig. And that must really changed my perspective on, on CEO life, on business ownership, on how to actually grow a business because it was so rooted in there's a bigger reason behind just making a little bit of cash. Yeah. And I find a lot of times working with entrepreneurs and working with people who sort of do this hokey pokey thing with their businesses where they're kind of like, Hey, I could, but I'm, I really want to watch this show on Netflix. Yeah. And, and so they go in and out with their business. And a lot of times it's just because they're not rooted in why am I really doing this? And does it really matter? And part of what really mattered was I really wanted to share my views of health while I was battling cancer and sweating for something bigger. And as I was sharing my story with my battle and I was sharing on social media how I was, you know, really using my products while I was battling cancer, mm -hmm. my business started to grow. And there was this ripple effect of the mission that I had connected back to my network business, my network marketing business. And it was, it was this bigger mission that was impacting people. So it wasn't just my story. Mm -hmm. It was how people were seeing themselves in yeah. my story. Right. They were seeing, well, how would I battle cancer and, and how would I combat this struggle? And she's giving me hope. And then it became, she is somebody that I would be interested in investing in. And you don't need a story like cancer right, right. to run a successful business, but there is a story in you that's just, it's really needing to come out. Yeah. But with that being said too, um, yes, uh, I'm in remission. I think that's really important. I'm it coming up awesome. on five years. I'll be five years uh, officially cancer-free this August. Mm -hmm. And I'm still very proactive in the yeah. cancer community, talking about my cancer battle, helping other people you know, with yeah. their cancer diagnosis and diagnoses, diagnosis yeah. um, as well. I know it's hard to, it's so hard to believe that it's been five years because yeah. it feels like it, you just got the diagnosis, but then it yeah. also does feel kind of far away when we look back at some of the pictures and I'm like, yeah. did that really happen? Did, did, yeah. You know, like I, sometimes uh -huh. I'm like, wow, like, holy cow, right. that really, that happened. It was like a blur, you right. know? And I actually remember, I wasn't even going to talk about this. So I remember you were one of the first people I had told mm -hmm. and you were on your way in to, it was either Bryce or Landon's it parent Landon. conference. Yeah. And I had just told you, I dropped that bomb on you and you just said, uh, I have to go. I have this conference. And then afterwards sort of regrouping and just talking about what are we going to do? And one thing that Melanie did that she at the time, I don't think she realized she did, but I told her like years mm -hmm. after, and we've talked about it, especially when we talk about business is she said, we, mm -hmm. whenever I was diagnosed, it was not a, well, this is what you can do. This is how you are going to, this is what you can do next and what your business strategy can be. Because she did understand that now 
I had to work my business in a different way. It was going to change. Yeah. She said, this is what we are going to do. And that simple pronoun really shifted our friendship. It really shifted our business relationship. It really shifted just the way that I even looked at my own diagnosis where it wasn't a battle that I had to take on alone. Yeah. It was really something where we battled cancer as a community. Yeah. And as you look at your business, it's a battlefield out there in and of itself. <laughs> sure is. And community matters. Yeah. It just matters when you're trying to build something significant for you, for your family, for a bigger reason. You want to make sure that you are surrounded by those type of people who might not be in the same business as you, but who are genuinely rooting for you. Yeah. And when you find that type of community when you find that tribe because it's rare it's a rare community it sure is. shifts everything I know yeah it does and I feel like that's a big part of when we were creating chic is we said community is really important it you can't do life alone you can't build a business alone yeah. like you you know and we are in network marketing people that build their own small businesses things that are primarily on social media you're alone a lot of yeah. the time and mm -hmm. it it becomes lonely and so we look back at some of the big challenges in our business and we're like oh man we couldn't have done that alone you yeah. know we couldn't have done it with the people who motivated us the people who said all right, we're going to do this whether we want to or not today right. or when we wanted to give up and quit that we're like, no, no, like, come on, yeah. we're going to, we're going to make this work. We're going to push to the end. And so, yeah, like community matters in every aspect. And so at Chic, that's a big part of what we want to do is we want to give you a community, especially if you don't have one, because there's a lot of unsupportive people out yeah. there. And we kind of figured that out, like who are our friends, who are not our friends, who yeah. are the people we want to surround ourselves with, who gives us energy versus who depletes us. And yeah. so that's such an important part of our mission and what we want to do. Yeah. Right. Collaboration over competition is huge. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. but Melanie, tell them a little bit about how you started in this. Cause you were kind of like me in the sense that yeah. you really didn't go into school for business. No, right? you're, you're you know, and I see a lot of similarities in our, yeah. in parallels in our story, but we're also different. And that's what makes what we're doing with Chic Influencer super impactful is that we have these similarities, but we bring you this unique perspective right. and, and these differences. So I did not go to school for business, social media, had no idea what network marketing was. I, my undergraduate is in psychology. I have a master's in special education and I um, ran an early intervention program in the county that we live in before my husband and I had kids. And so I, Matt and I always, my husband is Matt, had always talked about our goals for life. And that was, I wanted to be a stay at home mom. Like right. my vision was Pinterest mom doing crafts. And I know you're going to laugh because you know me now and I you're know. like, Oh gosh, you know, but that was how like cooking and taking care of the kids and doing play dates and doing mom's groups. Like I, that's how I envisioned my life. But I also envisioned it with like, taking lavish vacations and having nice clothes. And so like I had this very fairy tale picture of what my life was going to be like. And so Matt and I worked very hard to save everything and put it in savings and get to the point where when we finally had Bryce, who was our youngest, that I was able to walk away from my job mm -hmm. and be a stay at home mom. Although I got to that goal, but it looked, it actually living it was nothing what as what I imagined right. it to be. And so, why was that? Okay, so we had when we, you know, boiled it all down financially, we had about a hundred dollars left over in the budget 
there oh, were wow. no there were no lavish vacations yeah. there were no play dates there were no there was no extra spending there were no trips to target to just yeah. get a book or get a toy for the kids you know there it just was very much bare bones and so you know matt worked really long hours he left at six in the morning uh -huh. sometimes didn't come home until six or seven at uh -huh. night traveled he was gone a lot and so it was just me and i was really struggling with my own personal confidence because my body was not the same after having two kids none of my clothes fit we had no money i didn't have money to go to a gym or get a personal trainer and so you know i found myself uh -huh. on facebook and making the most random post of life because if you would look at my social media in 2011 it was yeah. like a picture of my dog and a picture of the boys and I made this post about eating celery and trying to lose weight which was it was not in line with me as yeah. what I would typically share and so a friend of my husband's from high school reached out his wife reached out and invited me to do the you know do beach body which is you know how i got started on my journey and you know i went to her page and i looked at her transformation and i was like i'm in she's got two kids she looks like me her before photo looks like my current body and she was motivational and everything she was posting just i was like i if she can do it so can i right right and so i started my fitness journey in the basement of our tiny townhouse on a carpet square with my Dell laptop computer, with my with my baby monitor, the kids would be upstairs taking a nap, and every afternoon, Shanti and I would like throw down oh, yeah. in the Shanti. basement, and I remember crying. I mean, we're crying every day about, am I ever gonna change? And right. so, what happened is I fell in love with community. I fell in love with the women in that group, that accountability group, and they taught me how to change my mindset. They yeah. taught me to push through when it got hard, and I learned a lot about nutrition. And I found myself, as people would say, wow, you look really good. Right. Can I teach you how? <laughs> I was like, I'll teach you at the grocery store. I will teach you how to read nutrition labels. I, and so I found myself like drawn to teaching people how to change their life as I was changing my own. And so um, my sponsor kept inviting me to the business opportunity, which I kept telling her no. About six times I told her no until I finally said yes. And, um, and Matt was not on board with me starting a business because mm -hmm. our goal in life was for me to be a stay-at-home mom and we didn't have the money to invest. So I took the money from my birthday that July and signed up. So here I was, a business owner, had no idea how to build an online business, two kids at home, still on my fitness journey. And I, it was like, I uncovered yeah. something about myself I never knew was in there. Yeah. Like never knew that I had this passion for teaching other people. And it started with fitness because that was the business I was in. Yes. But it grew to, oh my gosh, I love the concept of mentoring people and mm -hmm. teaching them how to build a business. So, and I love teaching people everything from time management to marketing <laughs> and, and that's, that is seriously my passion right. is, is teaching and I love it so much and my business just blew up and over the course of time, it was not yes. overnight, I should oh, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should yeah. say like for nine months, I was like, is this ever going to happen? Am I ever going to get there? And slowly but surely, I started to see the income. I started to see my yeah. social media grow. Um, Matt eventually started to support me in the journey. And we will definitely be doing a podcast about yeah, this. Yeah, because it was yeah. ugly. It was very ugly. It was very messy. Um, yeah. But we went from struggling to make ends meet to being able to pay off the student loan debt right. that we had projected that Landon would graduate high school 
the year we make our last payments on our student loans. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And I still like, I could tear up like talking about it because that was such a huge financial burden for us at that point. And I just remember the day sitting at that kitchen table and Matt's like, you hit the button. No, you hit the button. No, you earned it. So you, you made the money. You like, we were arguing over who was going to hit the final submit, Wow. you know? And, and then shortly after that, maybe about a year, Matt was able to walk away from his job, Uh you know, and now we run this business together and it's crazy. It is crazy to think how differently our lives are now. Yeah. And that I truly believe God put the, puts these gifts in our heart and maybe he shows it to like you as being a teacher and to me, you yeah. know, working early intervention, but how he kind of reveals the next steps as right. we go through life, you know? Right. And right. I'm so glad I wasn't closed off to network marketing. I'm so yeah. glad I didn't listen to the people who told me I would fail because right. holy cow, look at the impact right. that we've made because of this decision to say yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the things too that you mentioned in there that's so important is, and and for anyone who owns a business is it is not overnight. Mm-hmm. When you see those success stories and you want to be like, oh, she's an overnight success. I kind of laugh because I'm like, there was probably a lot of work that went into that overnight, overnight success. And the other piece of it is just knowing that if you see someone successful, don't focus on the mm-hmm. glory of what, well, look at everything she's got. Look at everything she's achieved. It's really about what was the grind it mm-hmm. took to get there? So I love that our podcast is really going to be focused on the grind and yep. the nitty gritty and the little details and the often overlooked piece that goes into ownership, right? Ownership, no matter what, because I know we come at it from the perspective of network marketers. Yeah, we're also in the trenches of building a business that is definitely not, not network, network marketing. marketing. Yeah, and we have just. There's so many commonalities of all types of businesses yeah. uh, th- that we run and just really collaborating together and coming together and saying, you know, there's room for everybody. Right. So let's, let's tell them how Chic was born because I think that's yeah. key. So, you know, Katie and I built super successful network marketing businesses, you know, and people ask us all the time, how did you do it? Yeah. How did you battle cancer? How are you a teacher and still built, you know, a business where you in the, were in the top, are in the top 0.01% yeah, of the company? Or how did you get your husband to finally get on board mm-hmm. with you running your business? Yeah. Or how did you manage, you know, raising boys and, and or raising kids and yeah. just figuring it out? Or what did you do when you felt like you didn't have that much of a following? And how did you get people to engage? So there were all of these really common questions. And Mm -hmm. we wanted to be able to not just provide information, but add value and really share our experiences, but take a closer look in depth with our community members Yeah, and really help them by seeing exactly where they are in their business. Right. So we created Chic to kind of bridge the gap and to help women, especially women. And we're very purposeful about who we feel like we can serve the best. And it's definitely women, entrepreneurs that are saying to themselves, like, I have this business idea and I know what it is, but can you help me take that idea and make a profit out of it? And then there, we like to call it the messy middle, everything in between. And it's everything from building your website to email marketing, to social media, Uh to storytelling, to, I mean, everything you can think about is what goal setting and reflecting on your goals, time management, 
And so that's what we do here at Cheek Influencer is community. Yeah. Right. And it, we offer courses. Uh, we're getting ready to launch a our course. First one. Yes, it's coming. Exciting. So just stay tuned. Go visit our chicinfluencer.com, our website, get on our list so you get the updates for that. Yeah. But that is like our vision is, yeah. you know, courses, community, live events, speaking to other women and just helping you bridge the gap. Bridge the gap. Right. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we come to you from the perspective of two women that are in the trenches building a business, two businesses right yes. now, we are currently building simultaneously. Yes. So one in network marketing, yep. one a small business. So we know busy. Yeah. We know what time man and productivity and yeah, it's not easy. So we're going to share what it looks like along the way with I you. Love that. I, I love do too. That. I do too. So guys, the Make Chic Happen podcast is going to launch every single week. Every every Thursday is when our episodes are going to go up um, on iTunes. Um, we'll get it out there as many places as we can. And you can go to our website, chicinfluencer.com and check for yeah. each each week's episode as it is launched as well. And, um, and we're going to interview. We have lots of guests that we've interviewed yeah, already and things it's that exciting. are coming. So make sure that you subscribe and look forward to these episodes we're excited to bring you content that not only improves your life um, from a business standpoint, but just helps you feel more well-rounded as an individual, right? Uh-huh. I love that. I love it. I'm I so do. excited. And we just can't wait to help you truly bridge that gap and make chic happen. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for Thank tuning you. in to today's episode. We will see you back here next week with episode number two. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta. If you loved our podcast, be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.